Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 411. And today, I want to talk about how to blow up your fourth quarter sales on Amazon plus future growth. That's what we're going to be talking about today, depending on when you're listening to this episode. But right now, the day that this airs is September 13th. 2017. So depending on when you're listening to this. Now, if you're listening to this September 13th, 2018, it's probably all still going to apply. And even if it isn't even leading into the fourth quarter, these are some best practices. Now, what I want to do is kind of ask you some questions and then we're going to address those questions because a lot of times asking yourself these questions will allow you to prepare for what's about to happen or what is happening in your business. And uh, that's usually how I can get started with solutions is asking questions. And I think that's another little side tip that I've given you guys in the past, which is ask yourself a question. You'll have to answer that question. And that question will be usually a step moving towards, you know, solving it or actually making progress or something that I call a growth, uh, you know, a a growth step in your business, not just like, "Mm, I wonder if that will work. You know, you actually have to do it and put something in place. All right. So that's what we're going to be talking about. I actually have seven tips for you guys. Again, I know the last episode I did seven tips and now I've got seven more. Uh, I wish I could have came up with 10 and I could have made it different, but these are, uh, these are seven tips to really crush it this fourth quarter. And, uh, we're going to go through all of those here in a minute. Now, before I do, I, again, just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day for spending with me, whether you're on the run in the plane or in the train. Uh, wow, that kind of rhymed. Uh, you know, I, I know you guys, a lot of you guys listen to the podcasts when you guys are traveling or maybe on your walk or whatever. And I just want to say again, thank you so much for taking me along with you. Now, if you guys are brand new, uh, I want to welcome you as well. And I also want to give you a resource because some of the things I'm going to be talking about here or even in the past episodes could be a little overwhelming. Uh, I get a lot of people that say, Scott, where do I start? Like, where do I start with the podcast? And it's funny, you should ask that because I'm actually going to be doing a, probably like a four or a five part series coming up soon where I'm going to outline everything. And it's really pretty much the same thing that I go over in our workshop. I'm just going to break it down in podcast episodes. So if you want to actually see the condensed version of how to pick a product, source it and launch it and all that fun stuff, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop, and that will give you that resource. You can register for an upcoming workshop, and I will break everything down for you in about 90 minutes. That is a workshop. You will walk away with actionable items that you can do right now. I'm big about taking action. You guys know that are longtime listeners. If you guys are brand new, well, you're going to learn very, very soon that uh, that is exactly what I live by, and I, I, I want you guys to always walk away with something that you can actually implement, all right? So... What do you say? Let's go ahead and dive in. So the first question I need to ask you and you need to ask yourself is leading into fourth quarter, where are you right now in the process? Okay. And what I mean by that is, are you just launching? Are you already launched? Uh, Are your sales kind of slow because you're maybe during the summer months, your sales aren't where they, they will be. Have you been through a full fourth quarter before? Like there's all of these things that you have to ask yourself, but where are you in the process right now? Okay. You need to understand where you are because you're going to be doing things a little bit differently depending on where you are in the process. So that's question number one. All right. Now the second part is, and I get this question a lot, 
Should I launch new products right now leading into fourth quarter? And the answer is, if you can get it in before fourth quarter, then yes, absolutely, because we're going to have a lot more traffic. If you guys are brand new to this Amazon world or even e-commerce in general, you know, fourth quarter is going to be the biggest selling period, period. And it doesn't matter if you have a brick and mortar store in a mall, a kiosk that you rent out, whatever, there's more traffic. People are buying for gifts. People are just buying in general. In the summer, it typically means that you're going to have lower sales unless you're selling beach products or barbecue stuff. Okay. But in fourth quarter, it's, it's game on. I mean, there is a lot of sales happening and Amazon has a lot of sales and it just seems like every year it even gets bigger. And we're not even talking just you know, Black Friday or Cyber Monday. We're not, we're not even talking about those. We're talking about just fourth quarter in general, all right? So if you have a new product and if it can launch probably before, I would say, October 31st, then I would say yes, you know, like why not? And even if it doesn't launch until maybe, I don't know, maybe uh, mid-November, then you can still do it. It's just going to be, there's going to be more traffic. It means more competition. More people are going to be spending on pay-per-click. So it will be a little bit harder, maybe. Now, if you've built an email list like we've talked about in the past, again, guys, if you're brand new, I, I'm, I'm sorry to overwhelm you when I bring up this stuff, and I don't mean to, but it's just kind of like that conversation that we have here on this podcast because you know, we're talking always about like how to get ready for the big day. And in this case, if you have an email list, that's what you need to do is really like let your list know about it, start spiking sales, all of that stuff. Um, But building a list is huge. You guys know I'm a big fan of that. I have a great resource for you guys. Uh, Again, I'll I'll throw this all on the show notes to this episode, but it's uh, theamazingseller.com forward slash build list. Or you can just go to the show notes, which I probably should have given you in the beginning, theamazingseller.com forward slash 411, and that'll get you all the transcripts and all the links and all that stuff. But anyway, all right, so should you launch new products? Again, if if you can launch it by October 31st uh, or even a little bit after, then yes. Do not, though, let me just add, add a little caveat here. Do not rush to get your product in and compromise quality, compromise the listing. Like, don't rush it to get it there just to get it there. There's going to be another fourth quarter. There's going to be sales in January, in February, in March. Like people think that if I can't launch in fourth quarter, I might as well not launch until the following fourth quarter. And that's that's false. No, uh, you still want to get going, get get your product in there. Even if you do a small run, like you still want to go through that, go through that process, but do not rush the process. Do not rush the process. All right. So the next question is, should you go all in on current products? And the answer is with a big fat yes, you should go all in on your current products, but you need to understand what are those current products, right? If you have 10 SKUs right now, and there's three of them that are driving most of the sales, then you probably want to take your capital and invest in those products, right? Those are the ones that you probably want to spend more time on optimizing or pay-per-click or any of that stuff. So yes, you should go all in on current products that are doing well, all right? The next question, do you have history from last year? I touched on this earlier. 
If you have history, then you kind of know what to plan for, depending on when uh, you launched last year, uh, whether how many sales you, you were getting, or maybe if you did have an email list and now this year um, you do and last year you didn't, like all of those things come into play. Now, if you didn't have history from last year, your competitors probably did have history from last year. So I would go to camelcamelcamel.com or Keepa. Com, and I would look at history of some of my competitors, all right? That's what I would do. And this way here, I can get a good idea. I can look at the BSR from last year during fourth quarter. BSR in fourth quarter is different than BSR in the summer months or even in the second quarter. It's going to be different. We want to kind of have an idea of what kind of volume we can be talking about. Now, if you're riding a trend that hasn't been around since last year or you know that was here for last year, then you're not going to be able to have that data. You're going to be kind of guessing in a sense. You might have to go off of like what you're doing right now. If, if you're doing 10 sales a day right now, I would almost bet that you're probably going to at least double, but maybe triple or even quadruple that number. Okay. Again, depending. And there's a lot of factors that come in there, right? How much more competition has come in? Uh, you know, have you built a launch list? Uh, how's your pay-per-click going? Are you starting to really hone in on that? Like some of those things can really come into play, but History is a big one. So look at the history from last year, either on your own or on your competitors. And then also look at your sales that you've been having right now and see how that's going. And then you, you're going to want to probably project that you're going to need more inventory because of that. All right. Now, I also put a little note here to look at other sellers, but also look at the trends on Google for insights. So if you're selling a garlic press, Search for garlic press on Google Trends, and that will then give you an idea of the trend for that keyword. And a lot of times that'll go back five, six, seven years. All right. So you can kind of see the trends. You can see the spikes and you can see the dips and all that stuff. So Google Trends is a great resource for looking at your market as a whole or just even the product for that keyword. If people are searching for a garlic press, then it's going to be done on Google as well. And then you can kind of get an idea of how that is if people buy garlic presses in the fourth quarter more so than if they buy them in the second or third quarter. And you'll generally see there'll, there'll be a lift in sales in fourth quarter. All right. And then uh, the last little question here is what's your plan, right? Ask yourself, what's my plan? Okay. And then map it all out. So by going through these other questions that I gave you, like where are you in the process? Should you launch new products? Should you go all in on current products? And if your answer is yes, I should go in on, on, uh, on my current products because you have current products, then it's very simple. What's your plan? How much inventory are you going to need? What are your past sales? What's your competitor's past sales? And then create that plan, map it out as best you can, and then execute on that plan. Okay. And that plan could be, I need to optimize better. I need to dial in my pay-per-click more. I also get the question. A lot of people say, should I wait to run pay-per-click until fourth quarter? And the answer, my answer is no, start doing it now because we want to start mining for that data. But we also want to get Amazon knowing that we're the ones that are selling this product. We don't want to all of a sudden just day one start, uh, you know, maybe advertising. We want to do it now. So we're starting to get that history with Amazon as well. All right. So what's your plan? Map it out. Okay. Literally, I would take a piece of paper and write that down. A lot of people love using spreadsheets and everything online and I'm a fan of them, but I'm a fan of good old fashioned pad and paper. 
Like, I love it. I got one right here in front of me right now. I've got multiple notes going on, not just with this podcast, but just with things that I'm doing on a daily basis or even on a monthly basis. So what's your plan? Map it out. I would do it on paper. All right. Now we're going to get to some actual tips, all right, for going through or prepping for this fourth quarter and really to crush it, to go out there and just give it everything you have and really take advantage of this traffic if you have a product that is ready to be launched or that is already launched, all right? So tip number one, new products. If you are going to launch a new product, make sure you do it before October 31st. And I would say, yes, if you still wanted to launch after the fact, you can, but the problem with that is, A lot of other people are already going to be selling. They're going to be selling hard and you can still do it and start to get some of that data and start to get some sales and start to get in there and get some reviews and stuff, but it will be a little harder to get some momentum, but it doesn't mean it's impossible. Now, let me add another little side tip here. If you do decide to launch after October 31st and you want to ramp up sales very quickly, then you're going to need to have a list to do that to, a launch list that is, okay, of people you can reach out to and go, hey, I've got a discount on this product, here it is, right? And I, a lot of times, will not just send an email out there and do that. We always send like a three email sequence. We also do some, uh, what we call kind of like a nurturing campaign where we'll kind of warm them up through our contests and stuff like that. I'm not going to go into all of that stuff. I've already outlined all of that, uh, all of that stuff myself and Chris Schaefer on our free workshop. Uh, theamazingseller.com forward slash build list gives you everything there, everything that you need, and you still have time to prepare for that and get that going. You can also reach out to an influencer in your space. Could be Instagram, could be YouTube, okay? Could be Facebook, okay? Go out there and, and reach out to these people that already have a list built, that already have a relationship with these people, uh, and then you know give them a, a special offer or a, maybe even run a contest with those people. There's so much that you can do. But if you have new products, okay, and this is that tip for people that have new products, launch it before October 31st, okay? That's just, get it in there by October 31st, ready to receive sales, okay? Number two, current products, people, okay? If you have current products, like I said earlier, look at best sellers, okay, of that you have, your best sellers, look at your inventory, and make sure you have inventory in by October 31st. Now, does that mean you can't ship it in a little bit later? You can. I would definitely have it in there before fourth quarter, but things are going to slow down. The reason why I say have it in by October 31st is because this way here, if your inventory's there, it's sitting there ready to take sales, you're good to go. If you send something in on November, I don't know, 6th, it may take until Black Friday or after before it to get received. You got to remember, Amazon is receiving thousands of products every single day and having to check them in and get those get those products scanned so this way here they're ready to be part of your inventory. And depending if you are sending in a small order of maybe 500 units, or if you're sending in a massive order of three to 5,000 units, that could slow down the process because you have less to check in, okay? Or if you have a container, if you have a container that's being directly shipped to Amazon, I can almost guarantee you it's gonna take them longer to, to check all that in than if you were sending 500 units. Another little side tip. 
if that is you, and let's say that you have a container going in, I would have 500 units separately being sent as a separate order. So this way here, that order will probably get checked in sooner than the big one that you're having shipped in with a container. Just another little side tip there for you. That's what I would do. Because again, once we get closer to, to Black Friday and stuff, oh my gosh, like people are just, they're scrambling to get inventory in there. Okay, so now let's move on to number three. If you currently have products selling, look at your pay-per-click data and optimize your listings. This is the time to do that. Now, if you have stuff that's really kind of working, you don't want to play with too, too much stuff, okay? But if you look at your pay-per-click data, and what I mean by this is if you look at your impressions, your clicks, and your sales, more importantly, your clicks to sales, those are the ones that you want to make sure that you're optimized fully for. Okay. And there may only be four or five that are like winners. Take those, make sure number one, if they can go in your title within staying, you know, within the the character limitations or the characters that you're able to add. Right. And depending on your category, it could be a hundred, could be two fifty. It just depends. But that main one that's driving a lot of the sales, make sure that that's in there. So this way here, you know that you're going to have a better chance to rank because that title is weighted the most. Then from there, the bullets, make sure that those are all, all the tweaked. And I would say focus on your first two to three bullets. And the reason is, it's because a lot of people don't scroll. And so in some categories, it only shows the, the first two or three, and then you have to read more to see the others. So this way here, people that are just scanning, they're going to see those. Okay. And definitely make sure they're leading with benefits and then features, but then also wrapped around your search terms or your keywords. Okay. So your, your, uh, your pay-per-click data is huge. Okay. Now the other place to add these if you've already used up all of your space on those other areas is the backend search fields. Okay. And you know, we, we've done, you know, past podcasts on this talking about the new update where they went from a thousand characters per line to now where it's, it's 250 combined. So it's back to the way it used to be. Now you can, you can have, uh, basically 250 total characters. And if you want to do 50 per line for the five, you can, we think you can just go out there and just throw those 250 characters in the first line and call it a day. All right. But your main, main keyword is probably going to be in your title anyway. And then your back end is really just going to be some of those miscellaneous keywords. We refer to these as long tail keywords or search terms. Okay. Where it could be like stainless steel, garlic press or black handle, stainless steel, garlic press. Like that's all one string, but it's all one long tail keyword. Okay. So that is number three. Look at your pay-per-click data that you already currently have optimize your listings and then also really dial it up. And that's number four dial up and dial in your pay-per-click to gain traction before fourth quarter. You don't, again, you don't want to, you know, maybe black Friday say, I'm going to start running pay-per-click now. And everyone else that's smart, they go out there and they're doing it. Even just, even if you just do it consistently with a small budget, but you're continuously, uh, you know, really going out there and getting sales driven through pay-per-click. I believe, and this is my opinion that Amazon sees that. All right, that you're constantly spending, you're constantly getting conversions through your pay-per-click. And then when you start to ramp up that budget, because now all of a sudden the traffic starts to increase, you're going to be taken care of in a sense. So number four is dial up and dial in your pay-per-click to gain traction before fourth quarter. All right. So definitely 
focus on pay-per-click. I think it's going to be a huge advantage for any of us that take advantage of it right now and as we lead into fourth quarter. Number five, and I've said this a whole bunch of times during this podcast and leading up to this podcast, build an email list to ramp up sales and rank before fourth quarter. So what does this mean? Well, If right now you're listening to this, you still have time. You can build an email list of a thousand people probably in the next two weeks to maybe three weeks. And then from there, you would send out some emails to these people. And again, I can't spend all the time that we spent on, you know, past podcasts or even just our workshop, but the gist is you know, go out there, build the email list in your market of people that are raising their hands that are interested in products that you sell or in that market. And then from there, build a little bit of a relationship with those people and then offer a discount for some of your products, period, end of story. And it works. And I would do that leading up to fourth quarter, not just doing it during fourth quarter, because this is going to also help you rank. What we want to do is we want to push sales. We want to push sales, and this what this is going to do because we're optimized, it's going to start to rank us. What happens when we organically show up now when the traffic comes? We get more sales organically, see? So those sales that we're using from our email list are driving rank, and if we can rank, then we're going to start to get eyeballs from organic searches, all right? So email list helps us spike sales. We're doing that even though we might not be making as much money per sale, We're doing it to get ourselves to rank, to get get ourselves visibility. Really, it's a way for us to get advertising, in a sense, for free. Because people that are searching and they find our listing, that's an organic rank or an organic search. And then we want to be there. So we're going to take this time to build that email list, to start getting sales, start driving sales, to start ranking organically, period. All right? The other thing you can do, let's say it's Black Friday and you and you know that the traffic is crazy that day, right? Well, you may send out a little blast for Black Friday. Everyone's running Black Friday sales, so why not run one too? And then this way here, you get a huge spike in sales and then it's going to help you rank. And now after that, that's usually the kickoff to fourth quarter anyway, as far as like where the sales get crazy is after Black Friday. And this is where you would really ramp that up, okay? So that's number five. I can't stress that enough. Again, I'll give you guys the uh, the links in the show notes, but I'll just throw it out there right now, uh, theamazingseller.com forward slash build list, and uh, the show notes will be theamazingseller.com forward slash 411. I'll link everything up there for you guys. Um, so this way here, you have all of this stuff at your fingertips, all right, because I want you guys to understand that we can take advantage of the fourth quarter if we're prepared and if we have a plan, like I said in the earlier part of this podcast, what's your plan? Map it out. What do you need to do? Everyone is going to be a little bit different, so you need to just create your plan and then execute on that plan. All right, so moving on. Number six, communicate with the email list. Now, I talked about building that relationship with those with those people that sign up, that, that you know, raise their hand. And I, I get this question too. They're like, Scott, why don't I just go and use like a deal site? Like, why don't I just go there and offer my discount and get sales? You can do that if you want to, okay? Here's why I don't like that method as much as I like the email list building method or strategy or tactic or whatever you want to call it, okay? Everyone calls it something to try to make it sound sexy, all right? So basically, here's my, here's my idea and here's what we do, Okay. We build an email list in our market, 
Okay, a deal site is exactly that. People that are shopping for a deal. Now, someone argue and they go, yeah, but Scott, if you're doing a contest or a giveaway, aren't you kind of finding free seekers? Kind of, but in my market. There, there are people that are maybe looking for discounts, but they're looking for discounts in my market. If I just send out my product to a deal site, then everyone that I'm sending that out to, they're not all my target market. They're people that are just raising their hand going, I would love a deal. So give me a deal. And because of that, I'm competing with a whole bunch of different products, whole bunch of different offers, right? Why not call out my market? Even if it is going after people that are looking for deals in my market, those people can help me spike sales to get organically ranked. All right. So what I like to do is do that big contest. And then from there, I attract my market. And then from there, I get to communicate with that email list. I start to survey them. I start to build goodwill. I get them to know our brand. I get to do a little bit of future planning by, again, asking them questions. I also get them to maybe share a post that I created on a blog or a Facebook Live. Like I'm able to take that email list and not just sell to it, but build a relationship with it. And this can be done over the course of a week or two with you sending out valuable information, and then you can, I mean, even if you just sent out the email like we talk about on our workshop, where you send out an email and you say, hey, uh, just wanna let you know the winner is, uh, you know, Susie Brown, all right, and uh, she won, so congratulations, and it's, it's awesome, I'm so excited for her, and everyone that entered, I just wanted to thank you guys as well, and I don't want you guys to feel as though you guys didn't win because I think everyone can be a winner, and what we want to do is extend a special offer to just you guys that entered. We want to give you guys an additional 30% off um, from now until this weekend, so maybe it's three days. Maybe you send that out on Friday, and then from there, we can follow up with them and go, hey, here's a, here's a cool video that I found with a son and a father uh, going out in their boat on the weekend uh, catching bass on this weird uh, lure. Right. And then they, you know, you're again, they're going to you're going to entertain them in a sense by giving them something that's of value to them because they entered my contest because they're into fishing, because that's what I put my little my little bait, if you will. Wow, that's kind of ironic. Right. So I was able to put something out there in in the pond. Right. Of bait of, uh, you know, in a sense that qualified them as being my market. I send them out a, a, a YouTube video that I didn't even create as a piece of content. And then I can throw a PS in there and go, oh, yeah, by the way, just wanted to remind you. That special offer that I mentioned the other day expires tomorrow. And then the last day, I can do the same thing, another piece of content, and say, oh, by the way, just want to let you know, it's going to expire tonight. And then from there, we get a rush of sales. That's worked every single time that we've done that, okay? Three emails. And we don't even really need to create the content, even though we are in our brand, we are creating our content, but you don't have to, okay? So again, you guys can can kind of hear me go on here. I can go on and on and on about how powerful this is because I believe this is the way of the future. And if you have this asset for fourth quarter, game over. Like you're able to get in there and really start to push sales, drive sales, get rank, and, and start to get that, that momentum and that velocity that you're going to need when fourth quarter comes because that will also help you gain the natural organic Uh, velocity that you'll get in the fourth quarter. All right. So number six is communicate with your email list, do surveys, build goodwill and do some future planning. Okay. And the last one here is seven is focus. I have that in all caps. So imagine seeing all caps focus on sales and customers, focus on sales and customers, your feedback 
plus reviews equals health of your account. What does that mean? Well, sales, you guys know, is going to boost our rankings and organically, and it's going to put money in the cash flow, right? We're going to have cash flow now, which we all love, okay? And then customers, that's what's going to also help your account become stronger, more seasoned, Okay, so think about all of this stuff that you're doing isn't necessarily just for the the dollar or the sales that you're going to make today. It's about feeding Amazon what they want, okay, which is sales, and then happy customers by getting feedback and reviews, all right, and preferably good reviews and feedback. And if it's not, then you need to address that. It could be something that you've done that you can correct. The other little side note here is please Everyone that is leaving feedback and reviews, I want you to reply back publicly to them on your page. Why would you do that? Well, you're publicly saying, I'm not hiding. Someone wrote a three-star review because it, you know, whatever, the, the product arrived damaged. And then you can say, I'm so sorry about that, that that had happened. Send us a support ticket here and we will take care of it. We want to make sure that our customers are 100% happy. This way here, they're, they're seeing that the, the brand is actually interacting with the customer. The feedback on your account is really, really important and people don't understand it. They don't talk about this part of, of the, the Amazon space as much as they should. The health of your account is huge. Okay, and and the more sales that you generate, the more feedback that you generate, Amazon starts to see what kind of a seller you are. And then that's going to also play into your rankings and their algorithm and all that stuff. And I don't know what the metrics are, and I don't think anyone does, but I will tell you this, if you have a higher feedback score with more sales that have been through it, it's going to help you rank in the future easier than if you were a brand new account. It just makes sense. It's like a website that's a day old or a website that's five years old. You know, it, it, it makes a big difference in, in Google and it makes a big difference in Amazon. It's, it's a seasoned account, we call it, okay? So that's the health of your account. And then the review is the same thing. If they leave you a review that's a, a negative review, you know, don't run from it, you know, address it. You know, go right on that review as you as the brand and communicate on that and, and address the issue and talk about the issue and then obviously say, just, you know, reach out to us and we'll make it right. Okay. Because that there is going to help you in the future when people are reading those reviews. All right. So again, that's everything that I would do and that I am doing and that we're doing in, uh, especially in the new brand that we're, we're ramping things up for right now is we're doing all of this. Okay. We have products that we're going to be launching, but we're going to launch them before October 31st. We have current products that are doing really well. We're going to double down on those. We've actually ordered, let's see, I've got 1,500 units coming right now because we ran out of stock. We've been out of stock for almost four weeks, which is crazy, and I'm disappointed in that. But you know what? That's, that's the way it goes, okay? We learned some valuable lessons during that, that time, all right? And we ordered 1,500 units, but in the meantime, we also ordered an additional 3,000 units. So I have 4,500 units that are coming in because this product proved to us that it's going to do well. All right. So we double down on that one. Uh, then the other thing is our pay-per-click. We're constantly refining and we're constantly looking at the data and we're constantly optimizing where we need to. All right. And we're going to dial that up. And we are 
always, always building our email list or communicating with our email list on a regular basis. At least one email per week goes out to that list. And that could be a piece of content. It could be a piece of content and an offer. It could be an offer. It could be whatever we want it to be. We do like to mix in you know, valuable tips and, and advice or even just humor. And then from there, you know, you have an offer. Okay. And that's what we've been doing on a regular basis now with this new brand. So everything that I just shared with you is kind of like my, my like brain dump of what we're going to be doing for fourth quarter. And I think you guys should be doing as well, depending on where you are and going back to asking yourself those questions. What's your plan when you, when you ask yourself those questions, like, where are you in the process? You know, if you're launching new products, ask yourself, can I launch this by October 31st? And if you can go for it, if you can't, then not, I'm not saying don't launch it. I'm just saying it's going to probably not be as successful as it would be if you, if you got it in before October 31st, or you could get it in November 5th and still be fine, but you should shoot for October 31st. All right. And then again, looking at history from last year, from your own brand or someone else's brand will also help you have a little bit more of a prediction of what you can expect for sales volume through that market or through that product. All right. So a lot of information there. I know. Um, that's why you guys can always go to the show notes. There'll be transcripts. There'll be links. There'll be notes, all that stuff. Uh, the amazing forward slash four eleven. And again, this is how you can actually go out there, create a plan and get those fourth quarter sales that are going to be there for you or for someone else. So it's really up to you. And I've said this before, in order to get results, you got to get in the game. Okay. And you have to get in the game if you want to be able to get some type of result. So get in the game. Like, where are you in the process? And I'll bring it up one more time. If you're a brand new listener, you're like, wow, man, that was a lot to take in. It's okay. Because you can start right now. It doesn't even mean you have to launch right now. You can launch January 1st if you want to. I would recommend you guys go and register for one of our upcoming workshops. And that can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. You'll see the upcoming dates there. Definitely go check that out. All right, guys. So that is going to officially wrap this up. We'll probably be doing some more uh, episodes here in the future, talking about fourth quarter, maybe even talking about lightning deals and stuff like that. But uh, right now, this is what I would focus on. All right. So guys, that's it. That's going to wrap up this episode. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.